Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I want to ask you a question. Why did you start a direct sales business? One of the biggest reasons people start a direct sales or network marketing business is because they want freedom, financial freedom, flexibility, freedom from the stress of a nine to five, freedom. The problem is sometimes growing your direct sales business to that point can be overwhelming, confusing, and sometimes downright hard. And I want to help. That's why I'm hosting a free two-day virtual event for direct sellers coming up on March 3rd and 4th. I've invited seven industry leaders and influencers to come and share their wisdom and knowledge with you so that you can get the tools you need to create the freedom you want. Topics that will be covered are mindset, systems creation, copywriting, growing a team, content creation, building a community, and so much more. Plus, there'll be live coaching, dance parties, and so much more. Think about it. What would having freedom in your life mean for you? Maybe no more stress when it comes to money, freedom to make your own schedule, the ability to travel and connect with family and friends whenever you want, burdens lifted, the list goes on. All you have to do to join me for this free virtual event is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom to claim your free seat. Again, all you have to do is go to rachelaperry.com forward slash freedom. I simply can't wait to see you there. Now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty from overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I hope this episode finds you in good spirits. I'm excited about this week's episode because I'm going to talk to you about my thoughts on the social media platforms. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I am. Because I think there are, I know there are so many platforms out there and I get this question from you guys all the time. Where should I be? I'm kind of overwhelmed with what I'm doing now, but do I need to be on more forms of social media or I'm just starting my business? Where should I start? So we're going to, we're going to talk about those questions today. I'm super excited about it because this is one of my favorite topics. I love to simplify things for you, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what this episode is going to be all about. So are you ready? Are you ready? Hey, listen, before we get started, I have to share with you. I just got an email from the superintendent of my kid's school, and they are saying that we're going to be going back to school in March. And I don't know how I'm feeling about this, you guys. Like, I'm, I'm excited for them to go back into the classroom. I'm really excited for them to go back into the classroom because I think it'll be good for them. I think it'll be good for their morale, even though the thought sometimes in their minds is like, oh, I don't want to go back to school. But I really do think it's going to make such a difference for them. 
It's going to be different because they're only going to go to school two days a week, and then they have virtual two days a week, and they still have to wear masks and their social distancing and all the things. But I'm I'm excited for them, but I'm also kind of sad in a way. I don't know. I've loved. I was thinking about this yesterday. I think I'm going to really miss when things go back to normal. I think this past year, while it has been stressful and hard, and we've adapted and we've, you know, it's always loud in my house, or I really, that's the only thing. And and I just, I think I'm going to miss them. I think I'm going to miss my kids. So I have mixed feelings, but really it's good for them because they need to go and they need to go to school. They need to see their friends. They need to be surrounded by people other than me and their siblings and their dad. But um, yeah, it's just lots of mixed feelings here. (laughs) So anyway, if you have gone through something similar, I'd love to hear how it's gone for you. I'd love to hear what's going on with your children and, and your lives as you as you adapt to this new world that we live in, and maybe you guys are already back at school, and maybe, who knows? I'm just, I don't know. It'll be interesting. So you know what? This is what we do, right? We just roll with the punches, and we just, we keep adapting. So anyway, thought I'd share that with you. Okay, now let's get get to the topic at hand, shall we? The topic that you're really here for, what social media platform is best? Okay, you guys, here we go. So here are the the platforms that I'm going to talk about today. And when I say I'm going to talk about it, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail for some of these platforms because I don't use them. I am going to say this. I am not an expert. I am not a social media strategist. I am not a social media manager. But I'm going to give you my take on the social media platforms and how I think they can benefit you and just what I know about them and what's been working for me as well. So let's get started. Um, I'm going to start with Facebook. And the reason I'm going to start with Facebook is because I would imagine a great majority of you are on there. Facebook is great. I don't like Facebook. <laughs> I, it's great. It's a great tool. It's a great social media tool. It's good for your VIP group. It's good for you to um, build the connections over there. But I am not a fan of Facebook. However, I'm still on Facebook. I have my direct sellers community, which is the free Facebook group that I have for you guys. I have my wealth and worth builders community on there. I have my leadership academy community on there. Like I have a presence on Facebook. It's just not my favorite place to be. I don't know why. It, 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 maybe it's the way my brain works. I don't know. I don't enjoy Facebook. I will tell you that when I was part of the tag team, our, our presence on Facebook was insane. Um, and the majority of it was organic, which was crazy. It's still around. It's still over there. It's still alive, although no one's posting anything anymore. But we had a lot of success with Facebook. Now that I have this coaching business by myself, I don't love Facebook and I don't know what it is. I prefer Instagram, but Facebook really is helpful to have a VIP group. And I do think you need to have a VIP group. Again, that's a very personal opinion. Uh, But for direct sellers, it's so awesome to have a community where you can build these relationships with your customers, your prospects, your hostesses. It's a really great space to do that. The way the community is built 
it's awesome over there. You do have to figure out ways to get your group engaged. I know that that's, I get that question a lot. Like, how do I engage my group? How do I get more interaction? How do I get more people in my group? Um, And the engagement piece is you got to ask them questions. You got to play games. You got to do fun things that gets people involved. Okay. Just sharing your business and your products is not going to get people involved. You've got to engage with them, right? You've got to ask them questions. You've got to give them some value, all those types of things. Now, in order to get more people into your VIP group, you should be sharing, you should be inviting people to come and join you in your VIP group all the time. You'll notice that with my emails and with my any freebies I have, I always invite people to join me in the direct sellers community because that's where I can start building the relationship with them. That's where I can start teaching them. That's where I can share tips with them. That's so important. So anytime you have an opportunity, invite people to join you in your VIP group. Now, there's got to be a reason that they're going to join your VIP group. Like, do you do promote? Do you do sales over there? Do you do special sales for your VIP group? Guess what? If it's just sales that you're going to be offering, it's not going to be enticing enough. Some people will be interested, but not enough. Okay. Cause we're inundated with sales and promotions and from all different places. I mean, come on, right? Like how many emails do you get in your promotions folder every day? Right. Because there are constantly things happening. So you've got to stand out. So what kind of a val- what kind of value are you going to add? Are you going to do challenges over there? Maybe you're going to do like five-day challenges with your group. Maybe you're going to push them to do something. Maybe you're going to teach them something. Maybe you're going to have some kind of a theme each week and you're going to be focusing on a different different hacks. I don't know. Like just you've got to think out of the box and you've got to be different because what I'm seeing right now is that there are so many direct sellers that are doing the exact same thing because they're being taught by their upline what to do this works for so-and-so, so so you need to do it too. Then everybody does it. And then everyone's doing the same thing and it doesn't work. Okay. So you've got to really think out of the box. This is your opportunity to be different. This is your opportunity to connect with your people because it's what you bring to the table, not what everybody else brings to the table. So that would be my encouragement to you, but constantly be inviting people to your group and give them reason to join. <laughs> like, hey, listen, I'd love for you to join me in my VIP group. We are starting a five-day challenge next week, and I'm going to be teaching you how to clean out your pantry. Or I'd love for you to come and join me in my VIP group next week. We are going to be doing a five-day tutorial on how to maximize your fall wardrobe or whatever it is. Like come up with something that you can teach them and then invite them to join you. Because when you do, listen, I'm telling you what, challenges are the fastest way to grow your VIP group. Yeah. And that's a that's a business tip. That's not a direct sales tip, but that's just a business tip. I do five-day free trainings all the time. Why? Because they're fun. I love to do them, but because it builds my list. I get to I get in front of more people. And that's awesome. That way I can help more people. That's what I want to do. So challenges are a really great way to do that. So think out of the box. Like what is something that you could offer there? So I do think that Facebook is really great. But before I go into the other social media platforms, I do want to say this, and I should have said this at the beginning. Where are your people? Like that's the first step in identifying where you should be on social media. Where are your people? 
Like if they're if they're not on Instagram, then don't be on Instagram. If they're not on Facebook, then you don't need to be on Facebook. So you've got to figure out where they are. I will tell you, if they are younger, if you have a younger ideal customer, then chances are they're going to be more on Instagram um, than they are going to be on Facebook. Facebook tends to be an older um, age range of people over there. And when I say older, I mean like over 30. <laughs> but I just, I mean, <laughs> I may, you know, like, I don't know if that's the exact number, but the younger crowd definitely now, how, do, how old does that make me sound? The younger crowd, the kids these days, they're not on Facebook. <laughs> oh, goodness. But I do think Facebook is really great for building your community. Now, Instagram. Instagram is my all-time favorite platform. I love it. I want to be there all the time. It makes me happy. I'm meeting so many new people on there. I, I figured out, finally figured out a strategy that's working, and I love it. I love it. Now, Instagram is more of a, in fact, I just did a free training, a free five-day training on Instagram that I'm going to be making available to everyone. So stay tuned for that um, in the next few weeks. But uh, this training, uh, well, sorry. So the Instagram, in, the Instagram, like the Walmart, <laughs> Instagram is great. It's more of a visual platform. It's mostly pictures with these, like sometimes there are blog post captions underneath, but it's just a really great platform. I love it. You can do little videos. You can do stories. It just makes me happy. You might find that your audience is over there more than they're on Facebook. I don't know. You have to do some investigating, but please tell me, like promise me this. When you're on Instagram, you're not going to use company images. Please do not use your company stock images. Let me tell you why. The other day I posted I shared something on Instagram and I hashtag it. Okay. So I hashtag all my posts because the purpose of the hashtags is so that people who are my ideal customer, my ideal client usually uses those hashtags, right? So I hashtagged color street stylist, for example, or you hashtag pampered chef consultant or hashtag Norwex or hash, you know, so all the different, all the different type direct sales mommy is one that I use. So what I do is I search these hashtags and I interact with those hashtags because that's where my ideal customers are. So anyway, I was, I'm not going to tell you which hashtag it was, but I, I, I looked at one of the hashtags and I, I'm not even joking. All the pictures, all the posts that came up were almost exactly the same. Why? Because they were using the same company image. I think a new product had just come out and they were sharing the same image and literally nothing made them stand out. They were all exactly the same. And it made me realize like, this is why it's so important for you not to be using your company images because other people are using them because they're not, they, they're not different. They're not making you stand out at all. So you really, really, really want to be creative on Instagram. And actually, you don't have to be that creative. Just show pictures that have people connecting with you. You know, like people love to see pictures of you, believe it or not. Okay. I'm just saying people love to see pictures of you. 
Actually, you have to figure out what your audience likes to see. I've noticed that my the images that do well for me are when they're of my face, which is hilarious to me, or my kids are on there, although I haven't really been sharing my kids as much recently because I have this new strategy. I've been using quote cards a lot, and people are freaking loving the quote cards. And I think the reason for it is because it's shareable and it's saveable. So if it's something, if it, it resonates with someone, they can save it or they can share it. And it goes along with my brand. I'm a mindset coach. I speak a lot to your mindset. And so I'm going to be sharing quotes that have to do with mindset. I'm going to be sharing quotes that have to do with building your business. I'm going to be sharing quotes that are going to make you laugh because that's who I am, right? So you have to figure out like, what do you, what do you stand for? What are, what's important to you? I heard someone explaining one recently about figuring out what your pillars are, like come up with three to four pillars, like three to four things that are you, that you like to share that would add value to other people's lives. Like maybe your ideal customer is someone who, uh, has, you know, young kids. I don't know why I always go to that, but I I do. <laughs> this ideal customer is someone who has young children. She loves to work out. She loves to cook for her family, loves to come up with new recipes, but she needs ideas, right? So maybe your pillars would be you would talk about your family, you would talk about some you would share recipes, you would um also throw in some like exercises, like maybe one of the things cuz you love to exercise too, maybe cuz often our ideal customers are like us, but just a little bit behind where we are now. Um, and so you those would become your pillars that you would sort of rotate through and talk about. Um, mine are obviously mindset, humor, um, motivation, things like that. So that's really important is just to really think about what your ideal customer needs and then speak to that person specifically. Okay, so the new app, the new social media platform that's coming out now, that is not coming out now, it is out and has been for a little while, is Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is an audio platform. I don't think that's the right way to say it. It's like an audio chat platform. Right now, it's only on Apple. So if you only have, if you don't have any Apple devices, then you can't use it. It's only by invite right now. So there are enough people on there that most people are able to get invites, but it's definitely an invite-only platform, so you have to sign up for it and then wait to get invited or let in. And what's happening right now is there are lots of different rooms. It's like people will host rooms. And so you can go in and just listen to people talk and you can ask questions and get on the virtual stage and things like that, but no one sees your face. It's all just audio chat. And what I've noticed is it's great to, for learning if you're in a, in a good room, but I do have some reservations about this app, to be honest, which is kind of going against the grain because a lot of people, a lot of the influencers are all about Clubhouse right now. A lot of the leaders in our industry are all about Clubhouse right now. I'm not convinced by it, to be honest. I think it can be a really big time suck if you're not being intentional about your use because you can just get sucked into conversations. And I think that there are people who are who claim to be experts who aren't necessarily experts. And I think there's some danger in that because people will come across and they will tout themselves as an expert. And people just assume that you are, right? Because for some reason, when you're on stage, you just, you have that authority. And I think that can be dangerous. I think it's a great opportunity to network. 
It's a great place if you're asking questions. It's a great it's a great space to get some feedback. It's a great space. I love I've created a room called the Ladies of Direct Sales. I got really turned off by some of the network marketing rooms. Um, they were very masculine, and I am not a man hater. Okay, I love me some men, <laughs> but uh, it's very alpha male in some of those rooms. And I I think my last straw was it was it was a a room for network marketers, and it was called Women Wednesday, All Women Panel. Okay, so my problem with that is that I don't think that we need a Wednesday (laughs) to highlight our awesomeness. The second thing was on this panel, it was all women and two men. And I'm like, if it's all women, then that means that there are no men on there, but there were two men. like, And that just gave me such a bad vibe. So that really annoyed me. And so I was like, screw this, excuse my language. I am going to start an all women group. Like, let's just have an all women's group. Let's just chat because we have a different conversation. So I do love that. I do love that I've started a room called the Ladies of uh, Direct Sales. But I do think Clubhouse is something to be very careful about. You've got to use your time wisely. If you're choosing to be in Clubhouse, use it wisely because it can be a time suck. And if you're not, if it's not benefiting you or your business, then I don't think it's something that you should necessarily be doing. Okay. Because it can become a hindrance to you and it can become something that a stumbling block that's going to hold you back if you don't use it wisely. So if you have FOMO because you're like, I'm not on Clubhouse yet, just, I mean, listen, I think it's okay. All right. But if you are on Clubhouse, awesome. Come and hang out with me in my room. Make sure you're following me. I'm Rachel A. Perry and um, come and join my room. We do a lot of coaching in there. All right. Pinterest. Guess what, guys? Pinterest is also a social media platform. I am not an expert in Pinterest whatsoever, but I do know that it's great marketing. You can pin some things. You can pin a blog post. You can pin an Instagram post. You can post a freebie that you have. You can you can pin a lot of different things, and it's very great advertising for you. It's like free advertising, but you have to be consistent about it with pinning. And um, so, if you are in a business that's very visual, like makeup, or maybe you're you're in a food industry, like food company where you make food and things like that, and you have videos. And if you have YouTube, these are great videos to pin. Definitely look into Pinterest because it could be something that's beneficial. Um, and then, of course, there's Twitter. I don't know anything about Twitter except that you tweet. That's all I know. So I'm not going to speak to, <laughs> to Twitter very much because you're going to get nothing from it. Every time I go to Twitter, I'm like, well, how do I do this again? Like, I feel like I'm legit like 95 years old trying to figure it out because I don't understand it. But I think if you were to take away one lesson from this podcast episode, it's that you don't need to be on all the platforms. You don't need to be on all the platforms. You do need to have a presence on at least one of the platforms. But social media is not where your, your business. You cannot rely on social media. If you only show up on social media for your business, you're going to really, it's not a, it's not, it's not a great business plan because if something happens or your out, their algorithm changes or something happens and it's not working the way it used to, your business is not going to grow. But if you take them off social media and you continue to connect with them and nurture your people through emails and things like that, then, then it'll work. And you do need social media. It just can't be your whole business. So 
pick and choose wisely. Pick one to really focus on. And when you're really comfortable with that, then move on to the next one. If you're already feeling like you have too much to do, then you need to maybe not pull on another social media platform. It's really hard to do all the things. My focus right now is Instagram and my direct sellers community as far and my podcast as far as free content goes. I can't do much more. You'll see on my Facebook page, I rarely post because it's really hard for me to remember to do that. And I have people who help me, right? So it's really, really important to figure out what you can do, repurpose your content, which means if you share something in one place, you can repurpose it and use it again in a different place, okay? You just have to be really smart about it. So listen, I hope this was helpful. Um, and, and hopefully it didn't make you even more confused than you than you were to begin with. But just pick one platform to focus on. And then when you're ready, move on to the next. You don't have to do all the things. You don't have to be all the things, okay? You guys, listen, I'm really excited. In the next week or so, maybe, yeah, probably a week or so, week and a half, we are going to be making a really big announcement. I've already talked to a lot of people about this, so I don't know how big of an announcement it'll be, but we are going to be doing something for you guys. It's totally free. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be at the beginning of March. It's a two-day event, and that's all I'm going to tell you because I just gave away part of the secret. But anyway, we're going to be making a big announcement about that. So be listening. Be on the lookout for that information coming up very soon. But until next week, my friends... I hope you take care. Bye, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.